0: welcome into the i80 club thursday night in the club it is uh josh peterson jack mitchell if you're listening live you're you're awesome if you're listening a little bit later you're a little bit less awesome but you might be a patron and we do appreciate your patronage uh it's football season friends we have so much to talk about tonight i i'm worried jack i don't know what all we will get into i'm worried more about what we won't get into on the docket theoretically we could have Matt Rule at Media Days. Yes. We could have Colorado going back to the Big Twelve. Yes. We could have what the hell is the future of realignment? We could have the fact that Jeff Sims is starting to get everybody really, mm-hmm. really excited. Mm-hmm. And I'm there's bullishness right now, Jack, about Nebraska making a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where the hell are we starting? I, listen, I mean, you and I could argue about PJ Fleck. What are we going to do tonight?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know where to start, but I would just like to say I started the bullishness months ago, and I'm glad everybody's finally catching up to me. So that is. Good to see. I think we need to start with media day. I just, I just think generally there's probably a lot of media day takes, and that's going to go a lot of different ways. But I think that's where we have to start. If we need to get to realignment on Saturday, I think we can do that uh, to to Colorado to to that sign of stuff. I think that stuff we can see if it goes to the end or goes to Saturday because that's still going to be a discussion then. Um, okay. Because we're we're back. We're back regular on Saturday this week. You're back in town. I'm in town. I'm back in town, baby. Saturday I'm back in morning town. coffee. Everybody should join the club now. Cause there's not
0: because Saturday morning, Jack. Saturday morning is only for subscribers, either live yes. or on podcast. That is one that we keep paywalled all the yes. time.
1: Only and we have some good stuff in there on Saturday morning. Great. And great. And they're only gonna each one is gonna get a little bit better. From the Saturday oh, before. We're so close. The Saturday before. So if you want to be a part of this all football season long, and you want to be in here watching the videos that we are making and talking in the chat like Connor and Josh Jabs and Jordan and Ahan and I-Formation and making jokes and making fun of us and asking us questions, you can do that. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash i80club. If you just want to listen to the pods, three bucks. That's it. Three bucks a month. Boom. $3. Audio pass. Don't screw around with the Discord. You don't like technology, just want to hear the podcast, three bucks. You want to be in the Discord, get in the door, five bucks. If you want the extra special VIP, access to the inside info, eight bucks. That's it. Try it out. Don't like it after a month, quit, but we think you'll stay. All yes. right. Yeah, Matt says, last night
0: really felt like football season was just around the corner. Subscribe now. I could not agree more. Jack, like right now, th- this week, and-, and maybe I'm just a mark for like coaches and players talking, but God, This week feels like football season has arrived and there are so many things that are going on. There has been so much news that has been happening. It it really does feel like we have finally turned a corner and I know we still have like a month. But it just it feels different today versus even a week. I'm getting
1: NFL injury push notifications on my phone. Dude. I mean my goodness. My goodness. All right. Okay. Now let me sit let me put right away. Uh Let me throw a little water on your fire to begin this entire thing. Okay. Here we go? Let me let me bring the temperature down. Who are you me a year ago? Yeah, right off the bat. Now, this isn't may not be what you're thinking. I'm not talking about team expectations. We can get into all those things, but I'm about to say something and it might hit the wrong way, and so I'm going to try try and do it carefully. Okay? Okay. I believe Matt Rule is a great communicator. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that anymore. I don't want to hear about that anymore. Wow. Uh, That's the conversation of January 2023. It's like talking about emojis. That is six months ago. That is talking about, you know, how, you know, VR headsets. And now we're talking about AI. We've changed. Okay. We get it. It's all just stipulated now. Matt Rule is a good. Commu- I don't need. three. It's run its course. I do not need three columns today, Josh. There were there were three, three columns? columns today? talking about, about how he talks. What well? a good job that he did behind the podium uh, and wow. with the media. I don't wow. need this on me. Wow. That's not what Media Day's for. Okay. And What's I was it for? listen. I was singing the song. I was chirping during that opening press conference. I've chirped about it and how great it's been for weeks for months at the beginning of the year. But we're done with communication season, Josh. We okay. are done with winning over the fan season. base season. It's football season now, okay? I want to hear I want to hear I want to hear about your roster. I want to hear about your offense. I want to mm. hear about your offensive line rotation. I do not mm. I do not need to hear high-level philosophical stuff on July 27th anymore, or everyone writing articles about it. I had to sift through. I prepped for this show, believe it or not, okay, Josh? This show? I prepped for this show. The podcast? And I can use some of it on my show tomorrow, but I prepped for this show. yeah, because yeah. Because you know what? I I listened to Matt Rule talk at the podium, and we'll talk about how the stage was stolen completely by one question. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we will. But I, I I came away from whatever coverage I did see of media day. I felt like I knew nothing more than I came in with. Now, I dug a little deeper. I found some of these side session comments. I found a little bit more about this thing. But the vast majority of it was, hey, this guy's different. This guy's uh, not like anything Nebraska's ever had. This guy gets it. Blah, blah, blah. I agree. I agree. But we've all said it. We all accept it. We all understand it now. It's time to freaking talk about play. Why do why do so many people and media have an aversion? It feels like sometimes to talking about players and depth charts and X's and O's and all of those things. That's what I'm ready to talk about today.
0: Because people, there. I don't do people. Okay, you're real quick. You're not doing a bit. This is all real.
1: 100% yes I went to Josh Josh I went to the the Journal Star World Herald Lee Enterprises extravaganza to, Extra go, to go to go read yes I went that was part of my prep okay so I think you nice. know I think I I think a lot Good of that job. coverage yeah. and you know what I read it felt what? like 80% of it was how was how Matt Rule did a great job with the questions that he was asking mean, about his know, attitude, part, you know I mean, why though? Like, on. remember Scott Frost shit the bed
0: last yeah, year; know. it was embarrassing. Jeez. Remember, remember uh, Scott Frost, Jack.
1: Remember Scott Frost. Man, I know, like, but I, we I, knew I, he was going to be. Like, I'll say this: they, they could have brought Weekend at Bernie's corpse out there, and he would have been better than Scott Frost was. Good, last
0: good year. point. Look, I, I'll I'll say this: um, I get it because you're right. We have talked many times this offseason about how great he is at talking.
1: Like
0: this is probably the last hurrah for that, right? Maybe I they just wanted so. to lower. They wanted to lower that talking point into the ground because they're not going to do that after a, like a post Thursday practice scrum. Like, man, Matt Rule is such a good communicator. I think that this was their last chance to do so because this event, this event is literally Dude. about talking. About How the players and coaches talked like that's all that this event is about because when they're on the big stage, you have like these national people and you have these people from Ohio State and Michigan and Purdue and like not interested in the backup left tackle. They don't give a shit about the backup left guard. They care about, hey, what's going to be different Hey, what makes for a good season? Hey, all of these se- like, things. That's no, the thing that they care about.
1: You know what I noticed about B? Be- I watched a, a bunch of the head coaches. Not quite all of them. I missed a few, but I saw most of them. It felt like they were pulling teeth trying to get questions for some of them. Like uh, You thought that they were what? Pulling teeth trying to get people to ask questions of them. Mm. I, I think so many people were waiting for their side session to get something exclusive. Because then they can ask better, more intimate questions. And, and because Absolutely. they might get something that other people don't have. Then Nobody mm. was asking anything,
0: like there was well, that barely- and that's why how you get questions about chili and cinnamon rolls. I'm, or Ryan Walters getting asked about that burger joint in West Lafayette. Yeah, you got like, the chili
1: and cinnamon roll guy, you got the Wisconsin lady asking about the do you prayer. like, prayer? you got all this, and I'm like, give me a dang Brian Christofferson question up in here, get me, yeah. I mean, get me a, a Sean Callahan question up in here. Come on, yeah. let's go, give me again, like, where like the my guys, for guys, those- where's my Amy just at? I mean, come on, Jack, Jack, like, I, I. Like again, I hear you, but this would be like bitching
0: about like media days at the Super Bowl and being like, Why don't we get any no. hard hitting questions at media it's like cause
1: that's what this is for? No, it's for it's the totally stuff. different the Super Bowl, they've been around asking answering questions all year, week every week, every day for months and months. This is I mean, he just came back from the beach in New Jersey. We haven't heard him talk about this team publicly. About his tan. We but, should have asked right, him about he his was tan. tan. He looked tan than I his when face? I got back from Illinois, uh, Illinois It Italy they call it the Illinois of Europe. Yeah, they call yeah, oh, many many do. Many do.
0: Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about the depth chart? Like where do you want to go? No, it can... seems like you're out on media days. No,
1: I I kind of I was disappointed with it, but I'm curious what your takeaways were and I'd be glad oh, to respond dude, to those. I had to get that off my chest. That's crazy. Like this is
0: this is what the media days are. Like I am I I am happy that, you know, I'm happy I didn't go. I'm happy I didn't have to go. Like would it have been cool to get the chance to talk to to Matt Rule? For sure. Like Now, I would have had him on my own radio show. Like, Happer and Gary got to talk to him. That was pretty cool. They talked to all the players. Like, that was pretty cool. Media net negative. Like, Schaefer has been on this, this boat for a long time. John has been on this boat for a long time. I have finally joined them. I get excited because it's just nice to hear from people again. I enjoyed hearing the interviews with Jeff Sims. I enjoyed hearing, again, my colleagues at the station who never get a chance to talk to any of these people. That was what I enjoyed. I got to I got to enjoy Happer and Gary talking to every Nebraska person that was there over the course of at least like 10 minutes. That was pretty
1: cool, and but I'm sure they were that, good. It's, it's, stupid. and I'll tell you what you I had to hear, and I don't oh, want to critique Nick. I didn't hear every minute of those interviews, and they may have been good. They may have been more great. of the content that I'm looking for. But, but, great. For, but from seeing what I did see live was what Rule did at the stand up right in the, in front of everybody, and then a lot of the written pieces uh, about you know kind of the overarching yeah. written pieces. But anyway, I said my piece on that. There were pieces okay. of information in it. I just I. Uh, and I'll be uh, listen, I'll get more specific, like even, you know, she column goes on about how this was the best performance at a media day by a coach in Nebraska history.
0: That's very on brand for Tom. OK, I love I mean, that shit, man. Come on. That's how he rolls. Tom loves loves those types of things. Like that's like getting mad because Sipple wanted to go to Applebee's over a local restaurant. Like that's just who Tom is. What do you
1: expect from Tom? We're coming. I mean, I'm picking up the newspaper. I'm football hungry. Okay, and I'm I'm getting an article ranking the the media day performances of head coaches over the years. Uh, that's, that's, that'd be great. Can we do a
0: ranking, Mount
1: Rushmore best media day including moments. like different years of the same coach, right? Like, uh, oh yeah, uh, you know, oh five Man, Callahan. 20, right. Oh, remember,
0: remember, two thousand six Callahan. That was way better than two thousand five Callahan. Man, that was a great, that was a great year for Callahan. Josh says we've had a lot of Tom Chattel discourse in the club lately. There has been. There's been an inordinate amount of conversation lately about Chattel. And he I wonder was, if he listens to the free pod. Well,
1: hey, if Tom, he does, you know. That'd be wild. I'm, I'm sure. There which were media people. member
0: would surprise you the
1: most, and which would surprise you the least if they listened to the free pod? Uh, the most and the least. Uh, well, the least, Mike Schaefer, because he like hangs out in here and pops into the shows and stuff as well. And Dirk told us he does. I know Dirk. Dirk does. listens. Yeah, Dirk listens. Bob listened to one. Dirk yeah. probably agrees with me. Uh, yeah, well, yeah that's yeah, I don't think Dirk likes Media Days. Who would I'd be surprised by? I don't know. Yeah, Tom. Tom would surprise me. I don't a lot. want to answer that question. Simple. Okay. Okay. Simple. That's fine. Yeah. simple. Yeah. Podcast, what's a podcast? Thomas, yeah. We gotta we gotta hold on here. Whoever wrote yeah. the post, by the way, in the channel where they said that that they described what Simple sometimes does when you ask him questions where you have just like a premise of the question that's building up to the actual question, but then he stops you on the premise and challenges that even though <laughs> so it's, funny. It was whoever Dude, described He does that. that
0: especially when he would fill in with me. It's like, no, Simple, we gotta get to the next part of what I want to
1: ask you. Okay, don't, Matt, don't focus that, on this that, part. That I laughed out, I was laying in bed, like just scrolling my phone instead of going to sleep tonight when I should have I read that and I was laughing my ass off. I thought that was yeah, really funny. very, very funny. Uh, very, it was really funny. funny. Uh, no, uh, the, Josh. But the, seriously, I'm, I'm curious. What, what stood out? What, what stood out to you? Did, anything rule said? I mean, did you did you feel like you learned something new today? No, no. But I didn't expect to. Well, Why would you expect to learn something new? It's Big Ten media. Days. I don't know. We were going to talk about it, so I thought maybe I thought oh, maybe you I'm had sorry. something
0: you wanted to talk no, about. No, no, no. Here's what I'll say, we man. Scheduled
1: this podcast. Well,
0: um, because you wanted to react to Matt Rule, yeah, So I was wrong. I don't anymore. All right. Well, okay, everyone, I want you to remember this: if they speak next year on Thursday, we're still doing a Wednesday pod, so we'll we'll have that for uh for next year. That's fine. Um, I will say this: here is my takeaway from the last two weeks of Husker football discourse, and some of this is about Media Days, and some of this is about what Matt Rule said today, and some of this is about what. Coaches have said on the the Husker Sports Radio shows, including Marcus Satterfield on Monday. Um, I feel like we are about to enter into a, a hype zone for uh, Jeff Sims. I Uh-oh. feel like it's about to get. I feel like it's about to get very hypey around here. Oh is yeah, this is, that, stonk? Is, is this the stonk? Is this stonk situation? Oh, I didn't know right what right that, was. I thought, I is, that was. I couldn't tell that was six is to like midnight. A, this
1: is like on your Robin Hood app. Like, <laughs> oh, nice. Look at you. Yeah, Ooh. I. I I uh
0: I feel like it's about to get hype in uh, <laughs> in uh in Nebraska. That's, so exactly that's what I was trying to do. I feel like, dude, I feel like they are really liking this guy. Um Josh says Tanner Lee hype. It feels different to me, Josh, and I can't really explain why. In high and maybe this is just with the benefit of hindsight and knowing how that season goes. A lot of the Tanner Lee hype felt very fake. In again, in in hindsight, it feels very like. But look at his I don't body; he it. could play. I don't remember it. He could. It was it basically played. just like he throws well in shorts, and he's going to go to the NBA or the NBA, the NFL. Um, and he did get drafted. I
1: guess so. I guess Jaguars are one of right. my favorite Jaguars this, of all time.
0: This feels like Jeff Sims is a beast of a person and a great leader, and he's going to do really awesome stuff for the offense. Like
1: that's what I am sensing. Uh, I like. Okay, let's get to, there. Was interesting stuff today, uh, and especially wow. from the players. Did you hear Sims clear clarify? He said. I am a passer for, he said something yes. to the effect of, I am a yes. passer. I'm paraphrasing what he said. He's like, I'll uh-huh. run when I have to and I'll do it at a high level. But I'm a, people act surprised that I'm a passer, but I'm not surprised because I'm a passer. Yep, exactly. How do we feel exactly. about that? Yep. How so do we feel like, about that? I, I, I r- real quick, Josh, another thing about him yeah. is, I like his, one of the things I liked about Casey so much is he was just so low key. It just yeah, felt he was very like, chill. He was not excitable, and I could feel that in the games. He did not feel. He felt like he kept a low heart rate during the games. I get that early sense that Sims might be cut out of that cloth. We'll see, right? You can't necessarily tell from how they talk, but but that whole thing. But yeah, I, I don't know. What did you make of of when he talked about the offense? When he talked about being a passer, the, all that stuff.
0: Well, you know what he also said. Um he 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 really believes in the offensive line you know sims talked about that with uh with the guys he really really believes in the offensive line and he you know he talked about how he's he's tried to preach to them that they're really good i think he said like there, we can be the best offensive line in the big 10 now i obviously disagree with that that'd be amazing um, that would be incredible would be uh, we would be underestimating this team quite a bit but he he was very bullish on the offensive line and there has been bullishness about the offensive line lately and i know that i have surprised some i don't know if Stumanji is in here tonight but him and I have had a few conversations over the course of the last couple of months because I am buying stock in the offensive line. Now, part of that is because their stock is being sold. Well, it was being sold so low when I when I purchased it. I don't know what the price would be on an offensive line we, stock at this, this is moment what, in
1: time. This was last yeah, year. Where are the stonks? Yeah. This is oh, where yeah. we are.
0: Actually, I think you had to be below the camera for where they were okay. last year. Th- like this here. is the last
1: yeah. year. Then maybe oh, oh, o- oh, newly oh, comes oh, oh, back. Prohaska oh, oh, yep. is healthy. Arizona yep, yep. State yep. transfer. Ben Scott, yep, 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 but yep, they yep, kept yep. Rayola,
0: yep, yep. But he apparently like, like, mm-hmm. dude, dude. They really, they really keep talking up this like brotherhood stuff, and I, I think a lot of that can be a bit much sometimes. But I will say this, and this is going back to Satterfield again on Monday. Satterfield's inter- interview was really interesting because the first quote that I saw was the Jeff Sims breakout. You know, he's he's primed for a breakout year, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. What else would he say? Mm-hmm. And then he was complimentary. I complimentary about the offensive line. It was like, okay, again, what is he going to say? But he was not about the wide receivers. And I don't have his quote in front of me, but it's basically like, we got to find somebody there. And so I was like, okay, so there is some, at the very least, he's being honest about the wide receivers. Could that mean honesty about the other positions? Could he be maybe a little too positive, but he still believes in those. And so if, if, if we take all of that with a grain of salt, but we, we believe him to some level of degree, um, I don't know. I, I, I feel good about buying into the offensive line.
1: It's I feel a, good about real it. Real quick on the wide receivers, one of the storylines, I saw Brian Christofferson wrote about this on 24-7 to pump someone else's work, uh, nice. but I didn't have a VIP membership, so I couldn't see it. Uh, but it, it was about Sims talking up Xavier Betts. He was asked yes. at one point who the fastest player on the yes. team was, and he said it was either Xavier Betts or Malachi Coleman. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. and he which, talked up Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he, apparently he yep. doesn't feel the same way Satterfield does about the wide receivers. He likes what he's he likes the hand he's been dealt. Well, indeed. Oh, indeed. by the way, yes. Somebody asked about Marcus Washington. He's on the roster now. His pictures on the roster and everything. They did It's updated. Yeah, they, his pictures there. They got a nice kind of panorama. They have these like Facebook banners on all the on all their uh pages and it's like him okay. making a catch against Michigan. It's a really nice photo. Okay, good. So he uh, so, he is on the and they okay, mentioned gonna... two other people who aren't on the team who are guys. No, it hasn't been updated, Jack. It's still the old picture. Oh it's that it's, it's an old picture? Jack. I thought it was no that it was no, no picture.
0: No, it's an old the way the giveaway and if people are listening and they're saying what the hell are you guys talking about? I thought it was there just was this a, oh, okay. theory there was this theory earlier in the week That that uh, players like they they updated the pictures for the roster and I'm going to post a screenshot into the chat right now so people can see what we're talking about. And so they updated like the backgrounds of players and it was like a white background, but there were some players who are gone from the (laughs) team like Logan Smothers, for example, he's still listed on the roster was a couple days ago and the background behind him was different. And so Marcus Washington was one of those players. And so I've asked around for the record. I've asked around inside info tier, by the way, Um, you can, you can check out all that information on uh, discord. Um, I haven't heard anything. So there was another post that one of our members had earlier tonight, Jack. I don't know if you saw this one. Garrett McGuire posted a picture on Instagram of the wide receiver group and Washington was not in that picture. So
1: yeah. So, okay. Another another thing on this though, they did announce today. I did see one tweet that, two guys who are not very as notable are not on the team anymore a tight end androff from Minnesota and a yep. linebacker malcolm from Iowa neither yep. of them appear on the roster they're not on the on the online roster that is so mm-hmm. and it's confirmed they're not on the team anymore um, whatever whatever that means yeah seth malcolm eight man guy from Iowa so mm-hmm. neither of them are on the team anymore they're not they don't appear on the online roster so And we didn't hear anything. I like, I don't, did, did, okay, this is going to drive me nuts. Did seriously nobody ask Matt Rule that today about about Washington? Washington?
0: I don't, I don't believe so. If they did, I didn't, I didn't see. I'm sure
1: he's fine. I'm sure it's Jack.
0: I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. What are we doing? It's going to be fine. Oh, here
1: we go. What are we doing? Here we go. Here we go.
0: Yeah, pass the damn ball. I don't think anyone else is talking about Washington outside the club. Yeah, I haven't talked about it on my radio show. So, you did no
1: did we, we no okay no, well, I, I just I asked then. around all right i'm not going to worry about it then. nobody else. Okay. you just t- you tell me not to worry i'm not going to worry there's no way okay. something all right, bad cool. like that's going to happen don't I'm, worry don't i won't worry, worry. it's fine i listen okay. and again and and again i just it's just because it's like what satterfield said that room doesn't have depth that room is unproven and again that room doesn't have depth okay so marcus washington no he has not an all big 10 wide receiver last year but he's one of the rare people on this offense with a full season of experience at Nebraska last year. That's what he's got. And he had his moments mm-hmm. as well. And it's a position they desperately need some bodies and some bodies who, um, who can contribute. So I really don't I, – I want him on the team. Very much want him on the team. Yeah.
0: That'd be uh, nice.
1: All right. Let's see. Oh, yeah, you just – you added there. Okay, yeah. what, what else um, – He has an NIL with a different photographer. He has an NIL. It's not no, it's not a different photographer. It's actually a different company that makes backgrounds for pictures. Uh, He's that only makes them in like mauve, and uh, that's the only ones he'll support. That'd be awesome. Uh, Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm okay. I I hopefully I'm not gonna stress about that anymore. Then, if you got if not one media person thought it worth talking about, if you didn't think about it worth talking about. On your radio show, the the ba- Marcus part of Washington. it it does seem very
0: goofy. Hey, have you seen the backgrounds of the photos? So the Marcus Washington <laughs> one is a little different. You
1: can like raise it. Yeah, You're like I'm not hey, any updates? Uh, you still got any changes to the roster? For instance, oh, I don't know. Say Marcus Washington. Anything changed with him? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, uh, Matt Rule, Josh Peterson, sixteen twenty, the zone. So I was looking at your updated <laughs> roster photos.
1: <laughs> and,
0: well, okay, let me take a step back. So the Logan Smothers is still listed there. And his background's a little different. Did you notice Marcus Washington? His background's a little different too.
1: Okay, thank you, Coach. I love that.
0: And then the prayer lady's like, "Sweet, this is my in. I'm going to ask prayer." <laughs> and
1: the prayer lady's like, "Prayer lady's like, this is the dumbest question. <laughs> yeah, who let this guy in? This guy in? I got Spider-Man meme. We're pointing at each other. <laughs> the the, the uh, I hope everybody's heard the the question. Now I posted the audio of it in the football room. So you'll have to scroll up a little bit, but if you're like desperately trying to it's wild. figure out what it's everyone wild. is referring to, there are a few people today who've gone into said, Hey, what's going on here? And all I say is, I can't even describe listen, it just, to you. Yeah. I would like to describe it, but I think you just need to yeah. listen to it.
0: I mean, the tra- Dave Dave fight who's a member. I don't think he's hanging out with us tonight, but he Oh yeah, no, he is. he is. There he is. Yeah, Dave's in here. Dave posted a transcript of it on his Twitter feed. Uh, yeah, look I at that. That might
1: be a fast way to find it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, also, but I recommend the audio is worth it. The audio is yeah. worth it. The audio is so freaking funny and I don't know, Jack, if you have a theory on what she was asking. I, I, I feel like I have a pretty rock-solid theory. I think she was essentially asking, like, will you allow your players to pray? I think is what she was going for. Like, Nebraska is known as... Be- she basically wanted to say, I think Nebraska is known for being a religious Christian university, even though they're not. And there has been prayer with your players. Can they still pray? I think that's what she was trying to say. But the way in which she phrased it was so weird. Does Does he have... Yeah, uh, when you're a corn husker it means a little bit more. What the hell does that even mean? Also the fact that it referenced a prayer and then the shooting was the next day is really awkward. It sounded just like so wait, were they praying for the shooting and then God delivered it to them? What are we doing? It
1: sounded like she said that 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 they prayed in advance for a tragedy that they somehow knew about that was going to happen the next day, which I know yeah. she didn't mean but yeah. that's what it sounded like. Maybe she was just firing back at Brad Dixon. Did you think that? Of that? That's what Eric says. I wonder if she got <laughs> oh, wind of the last that? weeks of news. Great minds yeah, yeah, about the religion. That. Oh, that's a great point. Oh, that's the
0: university where everyone references God. I'm going to go there. And real quick, not to trigger you too much, Jack, how about Matt Rule just giving a tremendous answer after the worst question of all was time? Good. I mean, Jack, was
1: good. he is amazing at talking. Oh, God, this is crazy because I was the one screaming that from the mountain at the beginning, and I still think it. But, but I mean, it was good. Can We just say that it was good. He did a good job yeah. with the question. Always- That's about. Where, that was what it was. He did a good job with that question. He did. It. it, it not many people would have done that well. He did very well with that yeah. question. That's what I'll say. I'll say that. Or and by the way, I mean, I really don't want to get too far in this, but Uh-oh. I mean, it doesn't I mean. Every team in the Big Ten has groups of players that pray after games. Yes, like there's it was not they're all. I mean, she's I'm not idiot. sure what she's re- referring to. She yeah, says, "What was it?" I gotta find that thing at the beginning that she said. She said the weirdest thing right at the The cornhusker
0: thing. It means when, when you're, you're a cornhusker, it means a little bit more. What, what does that mean? <laughs> what is that? And Maybe how do she mix up Nebraska from, with the SEC? Is she Wisconsin's biggest
1: Nebraska fan?
0: Yeah, very wild. Also the. My favorite part. And I'm going to see if I can find the exact quote because I know I tweeted it out earlier. When after after she asked that question, when uh, the the moderator hopped on the mic and said, "God, where is it at?" I had the exact quote earlier. I must have deleted it. All right, I just can't find it. Excuse me. But basically, like, hey, when you're when you come up here, please state your name and when where you're from. Where was like, she- that? Did- absolutely destroyed me. Has anyone absolutely destroyed? Has anyone
1: me. doxed her media credentials yet? So yeah, that's the thing. Who is Nobody this woman? Done that? Where is wh- who is Again, this woman? Where is the Nebraska media contingent asking the questions we actually care about at this thing? Mm. Oh, out. By the, the, the way,
0: uh, Chuck says the lady who said that was in a mood all day. Oh, you're talking about the? Uh, I thought you were talking about the question asker, Chuck. I assume you're talking about the moderator. Oh, the she was in a mood. Hmm. It's with the mood and the tood. Josh, what is the name of her podcast? Yeah, we should I've gotta know podcast, where she's yeah. from. well crossover
1: action, I think. All the listen and all those over the years when some like Daily Nebraskan student would ask a stupid question in a Monday oh. press conference at Nebraska, or when Mike Riley was asked how it feels to be unemployed, and they got blown up on Twitter, and they had members of the Husker media mean mug them and all those Dude, things. Re- Jack, remember there it is. Please identify
0: yourself and your outlet. God, what a, that was so funny. Uh, remember Jack when Mike Riley got fired, and the student reporter asked him, "Like, hey, what does it mean? To, like, how do you feel about being fired?" Like, they asked a very specific type of question, and everyone was like, "Kill that student reporter!
1: Yes. Don't ever let, let that student I, reporter ask the question I know who that student again. reporter is, and he told me about that day. It was terrible. Oh, was his terrible. mentions were crushed, and, and I am not going to identify anyone. But there were members of the media who who talked who kind of were mean to women really overreacted to the whole thing. People
0: Eric, or people, Alex, excuse me says, remember when Joseph was asked about Coleman? That. Yeah, was that too. So and I know funny. the guy
1: who did that too. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yes. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Yes. Cool. Yeah, okay. Dave has a, a list of the nine questions that were asked today. Colorado okay. rivalry. I mean, that was stupid. Stupid. No That's offense. the that second. Was stupid. Game. I mean. and yeah. cinnamon yeah. rolls ridiculous. Stupid. I don't I hate yeah. that I love food topics. I hate that topic in general. I don't like chili. It's a dumb topic. We can move on, find a new
0: bit. I would also say this, though. The person who asked that, I'm pretty sure, was the person who asked Purdue's coach about... Uh, the burger joint. So my guess is that they were doing stories literally about
1: food. Yes, in, fine.
0: In yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your story. Anyway,
1: uh, then Husker or no, then uh, Merrick. Merrick. What
0: success? What's the successful season? Good season. Okay. That's, you, that's, you and you and Caleb talked about that on Saturday. Yeah. I think that's a good question. That's
1: a fine. That's a fine question. What do we think about yeah. the answer about that? Um, what successful I thought it was season. fine. I thought it was fine. Um, all, it was all. I mean, uh, wow. I just had a hard time. Back be- out on rule. No, he didn't do a worse job than anyone else. No, I mean, it was fine. It was fine. what were you okay, real quick. We'll, we'll go back to the questions. What were you expecting from today? It seems like you were expecting like more. Yeah, I expected him to talk about his players on his team more. Um, oh, like individuals, um, schemes, um, things about the season, those sorts of things. Not yeah. not necessarily t- like ten thousand feet level things, but like again, late July pre-camp things. But whatever, uh, what okay. a successful season. That's an interesting enough question on that. I like uh, that question. Husker Corner. How will this be approach be different than when did it Temple Baylor? That's a fine. I mean, it's a fine question from it's, your friend. It's a, your friend. Great job. He did a good job. Um, I mean, that's a more interesting question four months ago, but whatever. Many um, people were impressed by the baritone nature of Oliver's voice. Yeah. Hello, Matt Rule. Uh, is locking it's down me. in-state recruiting ideal? I would say no, not at all. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I hate it. I hate the state. And I want to uh, recruit elsewhere. Then was the the Wisconsin prayer question? All time all timer. Mitch asked an ultra specific question about the new facility. Then on that one, yeah, the because they're like I've heard a lot of
0: stuff about how Rule has made changes with some of the plans that they had for it. And then there are some changes he can't make that he doesn't like. Like in terms of, I believe one of the things I heard was that his office is in such a specific spot and he doesn't like where it is because that's how Frost wanted it.
1: Oh, so, really? Yeah. Interesting. So
0: my guess is Mitch heard, heard some of that same stuff and asked that question.
1: Uh, Aaron Sorensen asked, what is big football now compared to in his playing days? Yeah, interesting enough. Uh, and Sam, yeah, exactly. how do you keep everybody from getting ahead of themselves?
0: I liked that question. Now that is like super big picture, but I thought that that was a fun question. So, I mean, if we're
1: doing big picture stuff, those
0: questions by the Nebraska media were. we're but that's how, that's working. how, that's how the media days always are. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Jack, I'm sorry. It's, no, it's bad. fine. It's fine. It's I'm being unreasonable. That's mm-hmm. fine. I'm definitely Very unreasonable. All right. Uh, anything else from media day guy days, guys, that we, we didn't hit. Uh, I thought Reimer, he, I'll tell you this though. Like, again, I think the stuff the play player said was the most interesting to me out of this hearing Reimer talk about the defensive scheme. I thought was really interesting. Uh, um, yeah. talking about the, the, three, three, five scheme, uh, how he's going to be It sounds like he's going to be kind of a middle, probably going to land at that middle linebacker. Um, they've got, I'm trying to remember the name. Somebody might have to help me out. Like, a. Uh, a mic a will and then like a jack I believe is that right? Um, but it sounds like Reimer's gonna play middle linebacker in this and he talked a lot about and again, you kind of expect this going into a new scheme. He talked about the you know the different things that you can do, uh, the different sort of movements that you're gonna have in this scheme compared to what they used to do. And so that got me kind of excited about the old 335 and I'm gonna go watch some old uh, old Syracuse games. Watch some old, like, Rocky Long defenses from San Diego State. Wow. Look at you doing all this prep. I mean, look. That'd be interesting. Oh, and then Eric, the Eric Gilbert thing. Yeah, a few people mentioned that. That doesn't sound good, does it?
0: No. I Yeah, I would guess that it just seems like it's not going to happen, just given that we're, you know, at
1: the end of July. Who knows? I mean, who knows? Because, again, like, I always think of Noah Federal being approved, like, three weeks into the season. Uh, Remember that when he was trying to get a transfer, Dude, that exception. was like that
0: was like two months into the year. It or was, further, it, was yeah, like, it was
1: more than that. I couldn't remember. Yeah, it was like
0: the end of October. That took so,
1: forever. So the deal is, I mean somebody the DW asked what the deal is. It's his second transfer, right? He started at LSU, then he went to Georgia. Now he's going to Georgia from Nebraska. He's not a grad transfer. So to be able to play without sitting out a year, um, you've got to this is the this is the one person in the transfer portal that not that has to, you know, sit out a year still. Unless unless they can Uh, win an appeal or I don't know exactly what the the letter of the law is on what they need to prove to be able to do it. So he's trying to get an exemption for that. He hasn't gotten it, but there's no decision yet. There's no yes, there's no no. Rule said he thinks he should be able to play. I'm not sure exactly what his argument is uh, for sure on this. I know there might have been some off the field stuff. I'm not sure if he's going to if he presented that as the argument. um, Just some mental health type stuff. Um, So I I just, I mean, I don't know. I have no way to predict what will or won't happen, but I would say I am going to prepare as if he is not going to be playing and think about the tight end room like that. And if that changes, so be it.
0: Yeah. And and like, I don't know how big of a loss that is or isn't. I know everyone will be like, well, he sucked in the spring game. And yeah, he did, but he's a physical freak. Um, and it would be nice just to have another player who has, you know, played division one football played at the high, le- at a high level played in the sec. He was good at LSU. He'd not so much at Georgia, but he was really good at, at LSU. And, you know, he's had a lot of stuff that he's had to work through, uh, specifically mentally, um, over the last couple of years. So I would like to see him, um, because I, I, I like his potential. I really like the potential of the tight end room. That's another rumor. I feel like I'm buying stock. Um, but you know, need to I'd see like it a lot better with him it. in
1: it if you were playing. God, it. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy yeah. if they had that. And then the, Ethan Piper, you know, he, I, I like how pissed Ethan Piper is about last year. Because I am too. I, I, that makes me feel good that he is yeah. he is legitimately annoyed when he talks about last year, which I really like. I'm glad to see yeah. that. And I hope there are a lot well, that's, of people like that. Jack, that's the other thing that I, I noticed on, on my show today
0: was that, because I listen to every player interview with with my station and then you know I heard some other ones here and there they seem like they have had a weight lifted off of their shoulders man like i i listened to all the interviews last year and i remember thinking like wow this whole team sounds stressed as hell like do you remember that comment was it from Garrett Nelson about like i just want to see frost happy again or whatever it was yes. like it, yes. it was obvious just how <laughs> tightly wound that group was and that was not sensed at all today for me. And again, like I know there's someone listening saying, Yeah, but that doesn't matter. And yes, probably maybe it doesn't. But I think it can be good that they are mentally not as focused on we have to turn this thing around. We have to like maybe they can just be a little bit looser and then maybe
1: that means they can close a game out for once. As to quote Tim Miles, enough of the hexing and vexing bullshit, hopefully. Yes, yeah, ser- yes, exactly. Absolutely. So
0: I I re- that was another one of my takeaways you know yeah but they do it does like, and I, just, I just don't want to come across as that guy that that views see because then josh says go in games i know i don't want to, <laughs> to to do that thing where it's like you know oh man they won media days who gives a shit like i get it but as someone who who does things athletically all the time meant my mental preparation is so freaking important and if these guys were worried about like doing something bad and it resulting in their coach getting fired and they don't have to think that way anymore that can be a net positive and so we'll see on the field I guess. I'm just but glad I, I, I was
1: positive I was the only one who was miserable this last year every time you know every time a game happened or or we listened to the coaches argue or any any of that stuff Yeah you hated that stuff man It was miserable and and I'm not surprised it was in the locker room too So but you can hear some say it more openly than others do but even piper even piper's an interesting case and we don't need to go down the whole line again about the offensive line but you know i like to delve into to the roster i still want to know i think somebody's kind of going to be an odd man out on that offensive line and i don't know who it is it's interesting to me and the way yeah. they the, the way piper talks the way he's been talked about by matt rule it seems like he's in in the group in that starting five but we'll see
0: Eric says that uh, another thing rule doesn't seem to be stuck on a specific number of wins and losses, just about how to get the team trending back in the right direction. I really do buy from rule that he is a believer in like, you know, the idea of Nebraska earning respect. um, And like, Hey, if we play good football, like the wins will follow where he is definitely one of those coaches. It's like, if you put in the work, it's going to show itself. If you put in the work, it's going to show itself. And so I think that's going back to what Eric said. I think that's why he's probably a little more, confident um maybe or why he answers the questions like he does because he doesn't have to I think he just believes in himself I think he believes in his
1: ability what did you think Matt asked is the take back respect comment going to turn into bulletin board material and the other thing I'll say is I heard that part of the interview that uh Gary and Happer did with him and he said almost the same thing verbatim when he was up at the podium as yeah, well.
0: I don't think it, I don't think so. Like that's, he wants people to respect him. Like if that is, yeah, I don't need to look I guess his way. coaches are psycho. So if they're going to turn that into bulletin board material, you know, yeah, what so can I do? Either. But no. like, it doesn't have to be like a, yeah. like that's not, that's not a laughable comment that can get thrown in his face. Like Josh says, year two, we will be dangerous. Like that is, Oh, okay. You're, you're calling your shot. He just says like, I want people to respect us. Like I didn't, Yeah, know. I didn't think that. Uh,
1: how about Trev's comments? Uh, the, yeah, did you see, did you hear about the side comment that he had? I saw it on, the, on our, thank goodness, all the information that I get from the i80club discord, which you can Play be a member of by going to uh, patreon.com slash i80club. And you can be in the know without having to search Twitter because we talk about what matters to all of us. You don't have to go through the whole timeline. Uh, just for people who don't know, uh, though, Josh, tell them what Trev said.
0: So... Well, now you're paraphrase. putting me on the, Sorry. on the spot. Sorry, I, 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 can, I all, can about try all sport. Remember. It was <laughs> yeah. Basically, it was like it was like you watched
1: last year. Did you think that yeah, was good? He football? basically
0: he was like, yeah, they've been really bad the last couple of seasons. I don't remember what the question was, um, so maybe somebody can help us out. But uh, you know who, who I think was really having a good day was was Trev. Um, I think he again belief. I think he really believes in the operation. Uh yeah, Ryan. He gave him the old bow line. Yeah, you watch the game. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> what do you classic. Think? Yeah, yeah. So I I think that that yeah, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but yeah, he basically said he basically said something like that about like I think it was like what what makes you believe that they're gonna be better. I think was the question. I think that was his answer. You watched the games, what do you think? <laughs> I don't,
1: well hard I don't to do that. I argue that's quite it, but it was something like yeah, it was kind like of gets Did you or he was like you watch a game, did you think that was good football or something yeah. like that?
0: <laughs> the answer? No. The answer Yeah, was that not.
1: was a that was a funjack? Oh sorry. I know Trev basically walked around that place like this because he knew all the articles were gonna be about what a great communicator, his guy. And hey, Tom, did guy you see how good of a speaker da- he right? is? Yeah, he he actually just gave Tom a copy of that article, and he was like, "Here's some here's some talking points for your article today." You know, it's fun, Jack.
0: I think of us a year ago after that god awful media days, and then I think of us now, and just how much more. It's nice being excited for a Husker football season again. It man. is
1: like. I haven't been this way since because 2019. You it's so really, much fun. You, I was still, I was still, again, as Oliver has pointed out many times, I was still holding on to hope against hope last year. I still thought it was possible. Yeah, so you I'm, said I, 10 and two. I still forget. thought <laughs> it was a bit. I won't forget. It was a bit. Now, <laughs> it was a but bit. But I did, I did, I did still hold on to some, no matter how small a modicum of hope. I know you didn't. I know how down. You were going into last season. You thought the inevitable was going to be here. And I know other people felt that way as well. So this is truly new territory for you for a long time. For a long time. Because yeah, it's 21. I don't know. Maybe you felt the same way in 21. I don't know. Yes. And then the year before that yes. was COVID. So
0: Jack, I have I'm serious. I I the last three seasons going into the year, I have not believed in Scott Frost. I came to that realization. At the end of the 2019 season, honestly, it was the Colorado game that started breaking me. The Minnesota loss that year uh, totally kind of threw me off the Scott Frost scent. And after that, it was just kind of admitting it to myself and then other people in my life. I was not excited about the 2020 season. I thought that they were going to suck. I was really not excited about 2021. I thought he should have been fired. And going into last year, like at least going into 2020, it's like, yeah, maybe I don't believe in him, but I can't call for the guy to be fired after two years. Uh, last year was the most depressing though, because I didn't buy, I didn't believe that he could turn it around. And I thought that they were throwing the season away. And like, there's a part of me that, that still thinks that, but I mean, I am also a strong believer in Matt rule. They could not have gotten Matt rule at this time last year. So it, or, you know, a year and a half ago, whatever, two years ago, it was a gamble. And for now, it seems like the gamble has been won by, by Trev. Um, yeah, Josh says Matt Campbell or Matt rule. Man, like that was, that was the case. Eric says, I completely agree, but he rolled 11. Seriously, man. Like he, he was like, I'm going to call my shot and he's going to do it. And I, I think everyone in this room, like there's a question that we're going to get to at some point before the season, when we do one more chat bag and it was, or chat sack, excuse me. And it was about like rank these coaches on which ones you would most want as of today. And it's like Matt rule. And I think Matt Campbell uh, is on there among others. And, you know, as let me find the the comment from just a couple minutes ago As Mike and Cheyenne says we had to go through last season just to get the I-80 club started up. Now we roll. And I mean, like there's a very real world, Jack, where we look back and say had to go through 2022 and firing Frost after three games to get to the point where you finally believe in the program again. And, you know, I'd yeah. rather have this than them firing him after 2021 and me not believing in that well, hire.
1: It's a good thing that Trev did what I suggested after 2021 so we could get here. That's, I mean, that's all I'll say. Thank goodness he followed my advice and not yours. Yes, yes, that's looks like Thank looks like he you, Trev, and for listening I are Jack. having good days, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Thank You're you, You're Trev, welcome, for Eric. listening Thanks to Jack. Thank you for me. your service, I Jack. It. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, all right, what other topics do we have? We got fifteen minutes left. I think we hit. Do you not want to do? Either. So you don't want to do any like realignment real no, stuff? Let's hit it a little. We can hit it more Saturday. I was all just right, saying. So I, was, I was just saying. I didn't feel like we. If we didn't feel like we addressed it, we have Saturday to to address it yeah. too. But let's let's hit it a little. Uh, the news of the day is that Colorado has made it official. They're going back to the Big Twelve. I can't. I can't even say it with a straight face. It's just. I, know, I don't know it's why so funny. it's funny to me. It's just. It's funny to me. Because the uh, of the uh, and the and Colorado to the Pac-12 and the Missouri to the SEC thing, it's weird because I always, like, when I thought, you know, Josh, sometimes you'll have discussions and you'll think through the teams in a conference and you, like, name all the teams in the conference and, like, you're thinking of standings or something like that. Every time I thought of the Pac-12, I would forget Colorado was in it. I'd be like, okay, I got 11. Who am I forgetting? Which team yeah. am I forgetting? It was always Colorado no matter what. And there's part of me that feels like they in the end it was just like a dream sequence like that one season of the show Dallas. That's for people of a certain age. Um, wow. For you 100-year-olds <laughs> like, out there? Somebody hopefully I formation is in here or somebody somebody will get that. Pope, but, he's old. Pope, he's Pope my age. Age. Dallas. Yeah. Pope graduated high school with me. Uh uh-uh. So anyway, he, he says, isn't the Colorado Athletic Department heard from mine? From Colorado's perspective, here's the thing, Josh, and I'll be interested in what you think. But, I am i mean, I'm not surprised at all from Colorado's ex- position they want to do this. It looks like there's at least the potential the Pac-12 is going to implode or be a shadow of well, itself. And yeah, g- go ahead. Sorry, Keith. No, no, there, there was this thing earlier. Let me find the tweet.
0: Uh, so Ross Dellinger, he said, how did this happen? CU officials and Brett Yormark have been in deep discussions for months. Big 12 expressed a desire for a decision from CU by August 1st. So, what, four days away? Uh, Colorado Chancellor Phil D- uh, Stefano expected Pac-12's George Kliavkoff to present TV deal figures last week. It didn't happen. A final straw. I was listening to Split Zone wow. Duo on my way home this evening, and Richard Johnson was talking about being at Pac-12 media days and how Kliavkoff said, like, look, we, we could make the announcement on our media deal today, but we're we're not doing it because we want the focus to be on football. It was weird. And so everyone there was like, wait, what the hell? It was weird. And so they followed up and, and he dude, get this. So I guess they like followed up with him, I think in like a side session or something. And they asked him about um like so the T V the T V deal is done. And I think he said, like, no, it's not done. And, and basically, he's like, what are you trying to gaslight us? Like, what the hell is happening? So, like, there was a comment, early, you know, a couple of comments. Why, why do this if you're Colorado? Does Colorado need the Big 12? I don't think they trusted the future of the Pac-12 conference. This guy, Jack, has, like, and he doesn't deserve all the blame. Larry Scott deserves a shitload of blame for where this league currently finds itself. But this thing has been falling apart, and at every turn, the the management, whether it's Scott, whether it's Klyavkov, has I think let them down, and so I think they look at this situation and they say, let's just get out before we have to worry about these things, and and the Big Twelve is more the Big Twelve is more secure. What a wild
1: thing to say, right? Right. I mean, think about it. it what if what if Ohio State and Michigan left the Big Ten? It, it, yeah. Things would look a, a look a whole lot different. It look a whole lot different to a Nebraska fan then than it does now. So to a Colorado, they don't have the emotional equity in that conference, right? They don't have they don't have you know, huge history, equity in that conference. So when they get signals like you were talking about, like there might be some mismanagement going on here uh, when it comes to the TV deal and the new era of the Pac-12, when they're thinking about, okay, who's next to leave? What's, or what, what if Oregon and Washington are gone to the big 10, right? We're going to get off this ship before it sinks essentially is what I think what they're thinking. And they've got this offer from the big 12 and they know that'll that'll be okay. They know that'll work, and especially given that they've expanded to BYU, right? It's even more in their footprint than it was before. So I, I'm not. Uh, it's I'm not surprised at all that Colorado wanted to do it. In in fact, I think it's the right move for them. For for them, yeah, I think it's I do too. I, I mean, I think it'll be it'll be good because I, I still don't know what the Pac-12 will be, Josh. Well, in, see, in and that's years. the thing.
0: And, and and if someone could help me out while I try to talk out some of my theories or thoughts on this. Like, again, on the pod today, they, they mentioned that they think that there's a rule, and they the number that they threw out was seven, that if you don't have more than seven teams in a conference, like, you are legally not a conference in in division, you know, in FBS football. And so if that's true, like, you know that other schools are going to be looking around. Brett McMurphy had a report earlier today that uh, the Big 12's plan is going to be mm-hmm. to add one to three teams. Yep. Um, and the three schools would be PAC 12 schools. And then if none of those, then they will add one of these schools, UConn, Memphis, San Diego state, or UNLV. And so they're trying to reach an even number of teams. And by the way, this is next year. This is going to happen in 2024. So Colorado and blank or blank, blank, blank will be in the PAC 12 conference next year. And so if those three schools bail to Jack, then their number yeah. is suddenly down to six. six. And yeah. that I again I don't think legally that that is, a, you are allowed to have that few teams. And so like, not to mention people have mentioned them in the chat today. Oregon is also hanging out there. Um, I I know that th- that's a school I've talked about it a little bit in the club today. That's a school that I have heard um, is kicking the tires on my show tomorrow. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation with someone who covers the Ducks up in Portland. So we'll see what what he knows too. Um, but yeah, I, I think that there's like a very real world where West Coast football is dead within a couple of seasons. And it's just I, as someone who likes college football because of its quirks, um, this makes me very, very sad um, that the Pac-12 like what a historic conference that could just come to an end yeah. all of a sudden, you know, and, and I I know why, but I don't have to like it. And that's the thing that's just pretty crazy to me. It, and that, again, I've said this a million times on my show, and I'll say it once in here, that Colorado is the linchpin is just nuts to me. You know, like that they are the thing that's going to kick off another round of whatever. USC and UCLA, it makes sense. Texas and Oklahoma, it makes sense. Nebraska, a decade plus ago, makes sense. The
1: Colorado, Jack, is going to be the team that that upends everything again. It's so weird. If I'm Utah, if I'm mm. Utah, man, I am I am looking at that Big 12 hard, right? You've got yeah. you've got a natural rival over there already too. Colorado's there. Um you know they're they're a little basketball centric there as well. That seems to be what the Big 12 is looking at. I've heard Arizona is another of the the Pac-12 schools that the Big 12 hypothetically is interested in as they try and build this basketball conference too. I don't know if that I don't know if that's something that can happen, but Josh, I mean let's say they take 3 let, let's say, be, you know, best case scenario for Big 12, they take three of those Pac-12 schools. And I don't know which ones they are, but let's say they get three Pac-12 schools. Like, that leaves such a weird number, and you're going to break up at least one of those pairs, basically, of schools, unless it's like Washington, Oregon, Utah, for instance. But then you saw the Washington State-Oregon well, thing. Yeah, yeah and, and, Oregon, and State. The Oregon Or I kind of think of Washington and Oregon as another pair. It
0: does seem like they're yeah. kind of a package deal, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. But, yeah, and a couple of people. Josh says Stanford has to fit somewhere. Look, I, I there's one source of mine that I talked to that is still a heavy believer that Stanford is going to play a part in whatever happens next. That that because like the, with the Big Ten, um, now I, I am a little, I'm a little like slow to totally buy in on that, and and like the argument is sound from like a few perspectives. One, like academically, like that would be an incredible coup for the Big Ten Conference, and I think that they value that. I really do just the fart sniffing nature of the league. Um, I think that if, if all of this movement is happening, I don't think that a school like that is just going to be like chilling all by itself. And this person really believes that if they got Stanford, then they could, you know, make a better play at Notre Dame as well. So like, I get it from those perspectives, um, But it's just also wild to think like, yeah, Stanford is the next step for the Big Ten conference.
1: At some point, though, if they let's say they got three of those teams. The Big 12 got three more Pac-12 teams. That conference has got to say, okay, are we liquidating now at this point? I mean, is it everything must go? Or are we still going to try and take this group of six teams? Is that what it would be we said? Yeah, six teams. Six teams, yeah. Six teams. And, and I guess in that hypothetical, you know, it could be Arizona, Arizona State. Um, you know, Cal, Stanford, I mean, Oregon yeah. State, Washington State, maybe. So you could
0: probably go after, like, what, San Diego State, San Diego, you probably I go guess, after, like,
1: SMU, like, you do some
0: of that type kind, of stuff. It's
1: kind of the Mountain West, isn't
0: yeah, it? It, re- it, re- it really
1: is, man. It really is. So, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It is, it yeah. is crazy. And the, the amount, man, listen, I know, I know you've already got UCLA and Rutgers in the same conference, but in the Big 12, then you're also going to have, like, West Virginia, if dude. you think if they added an Oregon, <laughs> West Virginia and Oregon. I mean, Jack,
0: yes, it, exactly. It's West Virginia. Now the conference is central Florida, Virginia. I guess, you know, dude. Yeah. Jack, think about that. So you're right. It's like color. Well, and Utah, Utah is, is further, uh, you know, cause BYU that's further West than Colorado. But you're talking about BYU at the moment, all the way to West Virginia or Florida. I mean, like it, it, and and yes, we have totally moved past, you know, conferences being about regionality, but it, it's still weird. It's still going to be weird, especially when USC and UCLA are playing Rutgers and yeah. like, hey, it's the Big Ten. You know, like I know we always talk about football, but I always think how weird it's going to be when it's like a Tuesday night on BTN and it's basketball. UCLA is hosting a game versus Nebraska and it's tipping off at like
1: nine o'clock central. So how annoying is that shit going to be so man? so weird? Yeah, we have finally with 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 those additions to the the Big Twelve, the Central Floridas, all of those, and then the Colorado, and then UCLA and U- USC now going to the pack pack uh, going to the Big Ten. It feels like we have really entered the end times. Like the the rapture of conferences is in sight now of this whole yeah. thing, and we are really close to the final product. There's not there's not that much left to happen, right? There's very little left to happen. The Big 12, the Big 10, SEC are getting entrenched. Well, There's just not know. that I mean, much left to happen.
0: Well, I, I feel like, yeah, maybe maybe the table setting part of conference realignment is done, but I feel like the, the next steps are still contraction. So, like, I... I, I oh, really? I, like, yeah. You know how sometimes... I don't know if you've ever, like, seen a movie or read a book where you'll be... Like, I read this book a few years ago. It was, like, six or 700 pages. And, and it was the third book of a trilogy. So, I mean, I have all these hundreds of pages. And so I'm like three or 400 pages into this book. Again, that's 700 pages. And it's the last book of a trilogy. And it's like, and now the story begins and it's like, okay, that's stupid because the story began hundreds of pages ago. But I do feel that way a little bit right now about realignment where all of the stuff that's happened is leading to us saying And now the real fight begins because I still think the real fight is going to be for who gets a seat at the most important table and how many people are at that table. So I just feel like this is the end of like, you know, the Marvel phase one, you know, or phase two. This is probably phase two of all this shit, maybe phase three, but I still feel like there's another fourth or fifth phase to come.
1: Contraction, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Think so? Wow. I do. That's, I mean, I've
0: always thought that this stuff was going From where? To which
1: com- which conference?
0: Big Ten and SEC. Okay. I just feel like at a certain point, and, and part of this is like there's this very famous book that came out a year or two ago about the Premier League and how, like how that was formed. And I just... Man, the greed of this stuff. Like, USC is in the Big Ten. Like, that's stupid. But at a certain point, I think that they're going to look around and they're going to say, why does Rutgers and why does Northwestern and why does Vanderbilt, why did they get the same amount of money as Ohio state and Michigan and Alabama? And I think Man. at that point, that's when stuff freaks me out change. a
1: little bit, because how far do you have to go down that list? till you get to Nebraska?
0: See, and I, the I and John and I have debated this many times. I still think Nebraska is in a, is, is fine right now, depending on the number of teams. Like if it was a 15 team league, then they're, they're screwed. But if it's like 32, I think Nebraska is still Okay. Yeah, like Dave, Indiana should be worried. Definitely. Yeah, they're toast. I don't know. Like, I Dave think the scarier Penn thing locally would be guy. like how how should Iowa feel? You know, they're the team that I would be frightened about. I don't know. <laughs> Nebraska's in rule is a great communicator. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. Jack, yeah, they're fine. It's
1: a great point. Hey, he, we're can talk. Have he can talk. We're going to have the press conference about Nebraska getting kicked out of the Big Ten. And there's going to be an article be like, this is the best speech ever delivered at a team getting kicked out of a conference, at least in the top three. <laughs> he handled it masterfully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dave. Plus, Scott Frost team
0: prayed for NU to survive contraction. Uh, coach, remember how you prayed and then the next day the Big Ten kicked you out of the
1: league? Uh, Are you still going to pray in the future? Oh my gosh! I'm so mad that I misspelled. Did you see I misspelled Hindenburg on my tweet? Uh, Did you see? Why didn't you?
0: Okay, let me ask you a question because we're we're up against it. Why don't you just copy the tweet,
1: delete it, and then resend it with the proper spelling? Because people have already. I'm. I've already got like three or four likes at that point. Three or four. I, I mean, it was like three hundred more after since something happened to Twitter and like I'm not getting triple digit likes anymore. And I don't think it's that I'm getting less funny. Really, I think it's that Elon messed that up, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so I, I can't got, waste. I got,
0: dude, I got like quadruple digit
1: likes the other day. It was pretty cool, oh, man. I must be off my game. That I was good. Jack- that was good content. I bet that Hindenburg tweet only got like 47 likes. That was, well, that's about as good as it gets right? For me. Right, because you misspelled the word. People were like, eh, you misspelled it. I don't want to <laughs>
0: oh, like God, this. Nobody
1: knew that. That's the, that's the phonetic way of spelling it, the way I spelled it with an E, mm. by far.
0: <laughs> by the way, Jack, I saw someone send out a screenshot, and then they deleted it. Uh, earlier of cause you on Twitter, you have it set up where people can subscribe to your like bonus tweets. Yes. Only one um,
1: person have, but I'm getting like three ninety nine a month for that person. That's all. And they were like, I, I don't,
0: I don't remember how he phrased it, but it was basically like, this is the worst thing that I can imagine ever doing or something like that. I was like, wow. Jeez. This guy's triggered. Yeah, he's a Creighton fan.
1: So I don't think he'll be subscribing to the Creighton
0: tier of the IE club. Uh, Well,
1: you might remember, but I actually made a separate Twitter account and I had people pay Patreon and Patreon to follow it when I live tweeted during games and I made a crap load of money doing it. So Yeah, John and I always called it Jack's Safe Space. It was great. It was basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. So
0: Whatever. Eric says our fall practices open is open to media under rule. I have heard, I don't remember if this has been said like publicly or anywhere, but I've heard that there will be like more practices available this year. Um, I think I heard that. I hope that that's the case. I used to just wander okay.
1: into fall practices at Memorial Stadium. Dude, me too. I got to watch I, Kurt Dukes one time. Just wander in that thing. Just watch, see what you thought of the team. Bring a drink along. All the time. Hey,
0: back to your Twitter thing. So, what bonus
1: tweets? Like, how many bonus tweets do you do? I only really have one. I only have one follower. I don't. I don't have enough. I mean, hypothetically, you should start sending out some bonus tweets. Well, nobody. That's the problem. Is until people sign up, I'm not doing it. Because It'll go, it'll, one phone. it'll just be like yelling into the bo- for him. This, this poor person spending $4 and you're not giving him extra content? And he's content? been doing it since like March. Oh my gosh! I don't know how to give him one person extra content. Just start tweeting! Like, hey, this is for you, Bill. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. I probably should do that. I mean, that Jason doesn't... says, Josh, it's you, isn't it? Yeah, I don't no, talk to not. Jack
0: enough. I need his bonus
1: tweets. <laughs> Dude, pay for it, you coward. I get his texts. I get Jack Mitchell texts. Wait, the pod's at 8.30? I thought it was at 8. Wait, the pod's at 8. I thought it was at 8.30. I have admittedly a big problem keeping track of what time the Wednesday slash Thursday slash Monday night pod begins. Because in its yes. history, it's moved between 8 and 8.30 umpteen times. <laughs> and then I put it on my calendar. Anyway. By the way, if uh, if I don't remember if Normally
0: we announced either. this publicly, I think we did. We're sticking on Wednesday nights moving forward. Out outside of like you know weird instances like, we're like doing this, right but now
1: and we we'll yeah, probably the, the midweek pods that.
0: will be at eight o'clock, eight unless o'clock we on Wednesdays. Like we did this on though. Wednesdays, so yeah, we'll have a little action as DW says. Baseball playoffs, Jack. Uh, but yeah, we won't be doing it on nights where there is football unless like uh, our schedule forces to. Like, force us like
1: a month and a half into the season, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Maction what, is what baseball. Oh yeah, I yeah. guess baseball would be October. Actually,
0: Jack, I saw Sun Belt's going to be doing some games this year on the uh, weeknights. Oh, really?
1: Sun? Yeah, like I think starting like, in during October. The begin- oh, earlier in the year? Yeah, because Maxion yeah. is only November. Yeah, it's only a November, November thing, and it's because like, usually- there's
0: always the the Max the Mac games that are happening during like the elections, which I always just find to be the weirdest thing. Like everyone's <laughs> stressing out watching their favorite cable news channel, and then it's like and. Kren's
1: taking on Buffalo, and there's like 10 fans. I've always like on those matching games, I was like, I'm gonna watch that. It's college football, I really like it. And then I'm like, I probably should, and then you gamble watch on, it, and you're like, ah, I should probably is- gamble on this or something to make it more exciting. And then I do, and I'm like, I don't really care. That's only five dollars. Yeah, and then you
0: move on. That's what unless someone's it's giving snowing. you every month for your bonus tweets, unless it's snowing. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, by the way, there was a question that someone had a red pill or blue pill question. Josh asks, do we want to do this now, Jack, or should we save this? Because we're already at nine thirty five. Uh says then, Nebraska could win two games for a decade, then win a Natty, oh or God, win four conference championships. I need to answer that yeah. consistently over a decade with no title. Which do
1: you choose? All right. What do you choose? Sorry I interrupted you when you were reading that. It might not have been clear. Say it again.
0: The question is basically, do you want Nebraska to suck every year and then they win a national championship at the end of a decade or they win four conference championships they are always consistent over the course of a decade, but they never win a national title?
1: I'm looking for frequent moderate joy at this point in my life. I don't need one single orgy of joy and nothing wow. else. So wow. I am going. I am absolutely going for the conference, conference titles, all of those things. Yeah, give me that. I'm not expecting it. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. That's so easy. Uh, I so am for the Dallas I
0: Cowboys. Would. I have the ladder. Give me, give me a championship. I don't give a shit. I want the title, man. Wow, I want the all, I want the whole thing. I, I, the I, that is all I want in my sports fandom for the See, rest of my life. Would be a Dallas had, Super
1: Bowl win. Don't know if you know this, but I've been through three Nebraska National. Oh, titles. people. Yeah, that's right. You're a hundred. People. people want to tell us about that. Bonnie and Clyde? Wasn't that was a TV not there show back 71. in '71? Few years yet. Tell was going to be around for that one, but yeah. but three of them.
0: Yeah, for people. Yeah, Travis who, says. But doesn't a conference titles mean they're really close and a lot of nut kicks? Yeah, dude, they're in the playoff every year and they're losing in horrific fashion every year.
1: And you'll be like, why can't they just break through? Listen, I'm so de- no. Again, I talked about it with John when you were gone last time. I was doing the show earlier this. Whenever I did that last week, it's yeah. and we've talked about it on this pod before. There basically has not been even a game that has resulted in a pro- profound sense of joy for a win that matters in a decade it's insanity it's been a while. it is ridiculous it is a ridiculous way of emotionally depriving yourself it's not healthy okay it's not yeah. healthy for this fan base it's got to end and it's got to end fast okay and so i'm a national championship in 10 years no no, we need something stat. This is a starving person in the desert, and they can either get one apple to eat to keep them going the next day, or they could have a steak dinner in six months. They're taking the apple. That's this situation.
0: I do like apple. Well, not really. I don't eat apples very much. Well, oh. Clint says basically you're looking at like a repeat of eighty three to ninety three. Yeah, it's like the it's the eighties. It's essentially what we're describing. Was the 80s. It was 80s fun. Eighties. Eighties was a good time, but people were also sad because they didn't win the whole thing.
1: Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you, you wondered if it would ever happen, but now I know it can happen. and did happen, so mm. I already experienced. I would get it. I honestly would get it if you weren't around for that, for any of those. It might feel differently, but
0: yeah, you know, I think this. I remember the last one. I just want. I just want a title.
1: Uh, want Travis, a title. I'm into Honey Crisp. Uh, I, I dabble in some Envy. Um, we'll, I'm case, a MacBook guy. We'll, okay, uh, uh, get it? Yeah, Apple. All right, so we're going to call it there, I think, aren't we? Patreon.com Society Club. Do, I mean Back on Saturday. Do it. Do it just not because I'm desperate for you to do it, because it's for you that I say this, not for me. I'll, it's for you. Yeah, and, and, and Jack, I would add this.
0: Not that we have mailed it in, because we have definitely not mailed it in, but yeah. my God, if you can't sense the excitement that we have for football season yeah. on this episode, I, I don't know if I've had this
1: much pep in my step in months. That I am so pumped. Crazy. And it's I'm only ready. gonna increase exponentially for every show. Saturday morning. Plus, we're gonna be slamming coffee then instead of getting ready uh, to go to bed.
0: And that I, caffeine, I, baby.
1: Jeez, I don't even know what the next few weeks are gonna be like. And I believe August 2nd is going to be is that a week from tonight? That's our yeah. barring anything big happening news wise. That's our first NU Colorado, and maybe oh. our only NU Colorado. We'll see. Yeah, we got a Yeah, we got our only Colorado. Be kind, Husker. Rewind. So yeah, we got to decide which one we're doing. Yes, but because all of the
0: ones on YouTube are like two hours, we need a normal length
1: Colorado Nebraska game. You need. You may not have people to talk about Husker football with. You may rely on Twitter. You don't. Twitter also has so many drawbacks. Per and who knows what's going to happen with its future. Get to the Discord. You'll find people that you like. You'll find people who are enjoying talking about it. And you'll get honestly one of the biggest things, Josh. Is that I don't have yeah. to scroll for a million years to get to the thing or find— There's no ads. Jack, right. there's no ads. I don't, I don't have to go through all the other people I follow. I just go to the football, the Husker football channel, and people are talking about what the news of the day is. And yeah. then I can go to one of the channels, Josh is muted, and I can find, you know, what's new with some of the other topics. Wow, that I've this
0: understood. really has triggered you that I don't read about pro-wrestling.
1: I'm, I would say if I, I, I was apolog- going to mute one, that would probably be the one.
0: <laughs> I apologize,
1: Jack. I apologize. Uh, oh, uh, Looks like G Merle posted oh, a two thousand game. Jack, I, I want to watch that game. It's only forty one minutes. We can do it back to. We can do a double feature then.
0: Jack, I just saw too the ninety two game. I found a forty six minute one. So the
1: Halloween game. Oh yeah. The oh, Halloween yeah. game. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's yeah. one of my favorite. Dude,
0: maybe you do a little double header. Maybe Sh- a little double header. I I watch that game.
1: Honestly, Josh, I have watched, other than the Miami Orange Bowl game and maybe the Florida game, that's my most watched Husker game of all time.
0: It's pretty fun. It's a really fun game. Super fun game. Secret, I was there. Nice. Wow. Oh, cool. Jack was there for the good times.
1: Was there for the good times. So I don't need any more. I'm filled up. I just need little bits of it.
0: Well, okay. Okay. So I was going to say, so when Nebraska has horrific losses again this year, nope. you'll be like, ah, I was I there did.
1: in the 90s. It's I'm good. That apple in the desert. I don't need the steak dinner in the future. I need that apple in the. D- sustain me, keep me going. That's what I need. Uh, Patreon.com slash Id Club. Subscribe
0: today. Football season is going to be freaking awesome.
1: All right. That is it for our podcasters. Uh, join us Saturday for a live show if you're a member. And uh, we'll be back Wednesday. Uh, otherwise, for Be Kind Ask Gwen. Bye bye, podcasters.